Welcome to Tear Out the Tags, the podcast brought to you by Embolden Label, a space where you will learn to remove the labels that are holding you back. Your life is increasingly defined by simple words that are meant to categorize you. These words are turned into hashtags, making you feel stuck with a limited definition of what you can be in this world. Tags, though helpful online, are ineffective at fully describing how individual and extraordinary you are. I'm your host, B. Evans, here to take you on a journey to live emboldened within yourself and embolden others along the way. Let's get started. Hey, Team Emboldened. So today we're going to talk about the tag filtered. And filtered is a tag that I feel like I've been wearing, and it's something I need to talk to you guys about. And it's something that I need you to think about if you're wearing, because some of us need to be filtered. Some of us are filtered to protect ourselves. And sometimes being unfiltered is really scary and really vulnerable. And um, there have been times in my life where I feel like being unfiltered has left me hurt, which in the land of tear out the tags is not something that you want. Who wants to be hurt further? Who wants to be handed more tags that they then attach? Now, I don't know if I'm just a really sensitive person. Um, I do know that I think very uniquely. I think very in depth and I see details and nuances in situations that other people aren't even aware of. And I don't know if this is like something that's wrong with me. Sometimes I feel like there's something wrong with me. And sometimes I think I'm wrong because I will look at nuances in a situation and I go, am I really picking that up the correct way? And I can say for sure in my life that I have attached tags that I thought somebody was handing me, but that person wasn't intending to hurt me or to hand me something negative. But instead, my brain sort of saw little details or hurts or triggers from past events And I then take that and attach a tag that's meaningful to me. So if you're listening to this show, it's possible that you are similar to that, that you have the same habit to sort of like piece this conversation in your mind or this wiring that you have and pick a word out and say, okay, um, I am blank, right? So I've been having a lot of busy brain syndrome lately. Um, Actually, a good friend of mine, Mike Farr, coined it as speedy brain syndrome. And I would call this just kind of like classic overthinking. But I had this idea about a year ago. And the reason is I had an executive coach who really put me through a couple of exercises and experiences that changed my life. And they changed my life because they helped me see through a lens of, of myself, right? They, they helped me see me through a lens that I didn't own the glasses for at the time. And so now I own the glasses and I see myself through the lens, but it doesn't mean that I don't still pick up tags and that I don't still have a habit of having this like negative self-talk and self-deprecation. And as far back as I can remember, I was a child and a young adult and now a mother and wife and business owner that I tend to be really hard on myself and I tend to really be affected when I feel like people don't like me or I'm seeking connection and other people don't feel that same connection. Um, And that, that has a lot to do with a lot of things that I can't explain in this one episode. 
But when I started putting all of this content out into the world, I had no idea what to do with it. And so I was learning, right? I'm, I'm started a new podcast. I am putting things up on social media. I'm starting a website. Meanwhile, I have no clue, really no clue how to get you guys to understand how this is affecting you and your life. But the nuances in my brain and the walk that I've been through can see it. I can process it, no problem. I can see it in people daily that are affected by tags and that are labeled with something negative or even sometimes labeled with something positive and they are unable to hear it and attach that. So anyway, this whole long explanation that I'm giving you matters because I think that I am a really vulnerable person. I actually have this problem where I have a hard time being filtered. I, I am My unfiltered mouth has gotten me in trouble more times in my life than I can count. But it's interesting how when I push record, suddenly it feels really permanent and suddenly it feels way more confronting and suddenly it feels dangerous. Like you're going to see me as an expert in the mental health field or you're going to see me as a thought leader who has done all kind of research and studying on this. And really, I haven't. I'm not an expert. I just have a mission to connect you to an idea so that you can start identifying the tags in your life. So when I push record, and I've been doing this podcast for over three months now, I am running every single story that I tell through a filter. So I might have an idea and I have a story that has prompted that idea. And if it doesn't touch one of these filters, then it's okay for me to tell you guys. And it's cool because there's a ton of stuff that I can share with you that's outside of those filters. But the problem is some of those stories matter a lot in this content. And some of those stories need to be told a couple times because I think they will really help you guys understand why tear out the tags is so important to me. So if you're following me on Instagram, you probably noticed that I had a little bit of a meltdown this week. Now, PS, that's a tag. Um, What I did was I made a statement about some hurts that I was going through and about some tags that I was attaching. And I was standing up and being authoritative about who I am, what I'm doing and why it matters. A lot of my statement had to do with my body image and what I look like and how I'm perceived by people and how my whole life I've just wanted to be seen as having big ideas and asking curious questions and being able to connect with people. And I have kind of an interesting walk with body image because when I was little, I was not like a pretty child. I was really awkward. I had the worst haircuts on the planet. I didn't know how to do my makeup. I was a tomboy. I, I My favorite clothes to wear were like long basketball shorts and like baggy sweatshirts um, until about the age of 17. And then I still was fairly plain Jane and awkward, but I was kind of coming into being a woman, you know, kind of learning what made me feel good and how I wanted to 
show up in the world and what kind of clothes I wanted to wear and you know just kind of those discovery things we go through as young adults. So there was this shift that took place where suddenly I was auditioning for the Phoenix Suns dancers. I was um, I was actually 18 years old and I went into an audition and I got cut on the first cut. And the reason I got cut on the first cut was because I definitely wasn't ready. I did not fit in and my performance and my appearance were not strong enough. Now, when I say that, you might cringe because a lot of my message is about tearing out tags and not being something that other people want you to be. But the problem is I had a dream. I wanted to dance for a professional sports team. In fact, my dream was simpler than that. I just wanted to dance again after high school because performing always brought joy to my life like I can't explain. And no one around me really understood that. I didn't come from a performer's family. Now, if you have been following me for a while, you know some of the details of my life that I share on here all the time. But if you're new, you should know that I'm auditioning this year to be a Denver Broncos cheerleader. So I live in Denver with my husband and my kids and my stepkids. And I gave up my dance career at a, at a young age. Um, so after my first cut uh, from the Suns, I ended up going on to dance professionally for the Arizona Rattlers and then the Phoenix Suns for two more years. And then I gave up that dance career, that dream to have a family to start my life. And, you know, I don't have any regrets at all, but my life didn't exactly turn out the way that I had planned for it to. And I think even if it did, there would still be an itch inside of me that I wanted to still perform, that I wanted to still dance, that I wanted to still be a part of an organization that was bigger than me. And that takes being a brand. It, it takes being a certain kind of person to fit in into that realm. And I think it's interesting because when you do something like this, People tend to forget that you are unique and different, even though your job is, is an image. It's a character, so to speak. It's no different than being in a, a musical of some kind and having to put on a costume and act like a character. But for some reason with dancers and with this specific type of dancer, people don't see it that way. And it's interesting because I am getting a ton of backlash and a ton of opinion um, ultimately leaving me with a lot of tags that I'm sorting through as I walk through this. And I think it's really interesting because the first time that I became a professional cheerleader uh, was 15 years ago. And here I am. I am 34 years old, almost 35. I have a lot more life experience in my belt. And I still am having trouble navigating some of those negatives that are thrown at me and some of those tags that are handed to me. So anyway, I showed up on social media. I showed up on Instagram really unfiltered this week with a message of, you have no idea what it's like for me to step outside of my comfort zone to show you guys that I can tear out the tags in my life, that I can go chase like an ancient dream of mine according to some people, 
that I can do something that people think is inappropriate by deciding if I can do an audition again or deciding if I maybe can make this team again. Um, and just some of the other backlash that I'm getting from it. So it was a strong statement to say, this is who I am. And I don't want to hide part of who I am anymore. Like I, I'm exhausted from people sort of making these assumptions about who I am and making assumptions about how lucky I am or unlucky I am based on the simple few things they know about me, right? My brand, so to speak. Um, and I, I, you know, that's the first thing written on every tag. It's brand. And people will brand you very easily in this world. And that really is what tagging is, is you're categorizing people. And we're not always right when we categorize people. So anyway, there are many, many filters that I'm running my content through as I share stories with you guys here on the podcast. And I hope that that doesn't hurt your feelings. And I hope that you don't feel like it's been ingenuine. It's just that I've sort of tiptoed into this, making sure that I'm not hurting the people I love. So three filters that I am working with that have been really, really difficult to overcome. And part of the reason is I want to make sure I'm respecting the people that are also in the stories with me. And I want to make sure that those stories don't cause you all to throw more heat at me, uh, which I know isn't fair. And I know that's part of this deal. I'm going to get heat thrown at me. I'm going to get judgments thrown at me. Uh, There's still a person in me that has a hard time with tags. There's still a person in me that has a tendency to pick up on negatives that people are throwing at me and really sit with them and really attach them and really believe that that's who I am. So there's a little bit of fear there. There's a fear to be vulnerable. And there's also a fear of being unfiltered. So the three filters that I'm working through are the family filter. So I am in business. A lot of you don't know this. I am in business with my mother, my father, and my brother. My mom and dad started a family company when I was literally a baby. I was like, I don't know, six months old or something. And I, my parents weren't the type of parents that grew up telling us we had to work in the business. We were not expected to further a legacy or anything of that nature. But I ran into hard times when I was getting married and I sort of went to my family and was like, hey, I could really use a job and I'd really like to learn the family business. And like, would you, would you show me the ropes? Would you let me be a part of this? And I did. And they were, they graciously gave me a job. They graciously brought me in and, and taught me all the things they know and, and allowed me to become a business person. So I did that for almost 18 years. Um, and I worked there actually in high school. So my, you know, I started pretty young with the company. Um, but I really didn't get into it as a career career until about the age of 23. So my life and my stories are really enmeshed with my family because not only are they my family, not only did they raise me, not only are they related to me, but we're in business together, right? So a lot of the stories that I tell might have to do with something that they're not comfortable with me sharing. And I want to respect my family. I want my family to feel like they are honored and they are protected and that they aren't thrown under the bus. But sometimes there are stories that are really relevant and I worry that they might get hurt by them. 
The second filter I'm working through is the Christian filter. So I have this really unique gift and it is reaching people who aren't necessarily faith-based because I wasn't always faith-based. And I now have God in my life and my life is better with God in it, but I also understand why people are resistant to God and to Christianity and to my particular set of beliefs. And I feel like I have a gift of open-minded conversation and love for people where I am really able to still have the conversations that have nothing to do with faith. But I also feel like there are parts of faith that make me feel like I have to walk a really straightened path. Like I can't talk about hard things like pornography, for example. And that is a subject that we're going to be talking about on the show eventually when I figure out how to work through these filters, which I appreciate you guys showing me grace because that's what I'm doing right now. So, um, so there's this component of faith, a faith filter. Um, and another piece of that faith filter is I have an amazing in-laws who have an incredibly strong faith and they've been Christians much longer than I am. And, and if you listen to the last couple episodes that I have, Sometimes I don't feel like I'm a Christian-y enough Christian to be in such a faith-filled family. And there's a knowledge base there. They have a knowledge base of biblical teachings that I am hungry for, but I don't, I don't know all the details. I don't have all the answers. And I don't need to. They don't expect me to. But there is this faith filter that I'm working through. The third filter that I'm working through is the co-parenting filter. So you guys all know that I was married young in life. I went through a divorce and I have two children that were that were a result of that marriage. I co-parent with this person still. Um, th- this person is very important to my children, obviously. He is their dad. And there is a lot, a lot of stories in my life that came from and were a result of this relationship and also the experience of co-parenting and some of the other nuances that have to do with it. But there's really some hardship in sharing some of those things because I don't want for that to make co-parenting more complicated. And there's potential that it could, right? So those are just three filters that I'm working with. And I will tell you guys, there are filters on everything else in our lives. So you may have a filter that has to do with politics. You may feel like you can't share your belief system without really upsetting people or without hurting people. You might feel like you can't share your thoughts about religion because you don't have open ears who are willing to hear it. You might feel like you are filtered because you at one point in your life were addicted or reliant on something that was unhealthy and you're afraid that people are gonna judge you if you share your story. So there are all kinds of filters that can affect us in our lives. And as much as I wanna show up every day as B. Evans, 
as the person that I feel good in my skin and I'm like, yeah, get it, awesome, whatever, right? Whatever that is that makes us feel good. It isn't easy to do that because we have filters all around us. We have people that we want to be pleasing to, that we want to be respectful to. And if we live completely unfiltered, sometimes it gets us in a lot of trouble. And sometimes it makes relationship really difficult because sometimes we might have thoughts and opinions that are so, we're so sure are right and really they're not right. And we have a blind spot where we can't see that they aren't right. So anyway, all of this being said, this show is going to start to take on a different identity. And I want you to hear me say this. This is the message that I'm trying to bring to you because some of us and we are we are like unique characters floating around the world we think differently or we experience differently or we value relationship differently than most people and those nuances that make us feel different aren't always easy for other people to understand. So as I share my stories with you, there is discomfort in it for me because I feel like I'm really inconsistent. And the truth is I am because I am always sort of changing and adapting. And some of it has to do with my mood that day and the tags that I happen to wake up with that day. And some of it has to do with chasing something that I think I'm going to love and going, yeah, this isn't me anymore. Like I'm going to lose this and I'm going to move on and go do something different. And it's so interesting because I'm in this world where I'm, I'm working on building this platform to bring this message to you guys, like almost like on a silver platter. Here it is, you guys. Here's the message. It's clear and easy to digest and you're going to love it. But that's a lot easier said than done. And as I've walked into this world, everybody keeps talking about a personal brand and that personal brand being something tangible that people can really grab a hold of and really get to know you. So here I sit with this this kerfuffle, I'll call it, that I don't have a personal brand. I'm not a consistent person. I don't show up the same way every day. I quite literally have all kinds of tags that maybe don't make any sense and don't go together at all, which has made it really difficult for people to understand who I am in my life. So on a really tiny example, I love to quilt and I also love to dance. I play guitar and I also climb mountains. I like to surf and I also love to read. So I don't it, you know, though these are just hobbies, there are also emotions and layers that are, that are unique and different that also don't go together or seemingly don't go together. So as I share these stories, just know that as the filters peel off and I share some of these unique thoughts that go through my head, my brand may not make sense to you guys. And If that's a problem for you, I'm really sorry. I really am. I would love to paint a really pretty picture and be like, here, this is clear and this is yours and you understand it and it's great and let's sing Kumbaya. But the truth is this show is going to be confusing at times. 
I'm going to say things that you're not going to agree with. I'm going to say things that probably two weeks from now, I'm not going to agree with. And the whole point of the show is really getting us to think and getting us to move forward and take action in our lives. And here's what I'm going to tell you. I really believe that none of us have any idea of who we really are. Because who we are today will always change. And sometimes it can change from a day-to-day basis. And sometimes it can change from now till five years from, from now. But what I know is I'm not the same person I was five years ago. And I'm definitely not going to be the same person five years from now. And something could happen tomorrow that could rock my life on such a deep and meaningful level, either positive or negative. It could completely change who I am. It could completely change how I show up in the world in a matter of moments. So when I talk about tags, when I talk about the way that we use words to label us and label our identities, it is about understanding how we define those words. And it is about being able to quickly identify and discover those words. Because that is what Tear Out the Tags is about. It is not a tangible six-week program that will change your life overnight. And it is not a be authentically you and get to know your true identity and rah, rah, kumbaya. No, it's not. I wish it was. That would be so much easier. This is a, this is a language. It's a conversation that you will have with yourself on an ongoing basis so that you can really start to identify how labels are affecting you and you can start deciding what you really want to pick up and what you really don't want to pick up or if it's already in you, what you really want to tear out. So as we move forward on this journey, we're going to laugh, we're going to cry, and I am going to do everything in my power to be completely unfiltered. And luckily for you, because I'm the host of this show, you get to keep those filters that feel safe to you. And that is okay. It is okay to live filtered. I am making a commitment to this message to live unfiltered and to share unfiltered because I think it's important for the message and I think it's important for this conversation. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this message. I appreciate you sitting here while I process through some of the things that I'm going through in my life. And I promise you I'm doing everything in my power to get back on the cadence of releasing episodes every day. However, I have decided that my guest episodes are not going to be every Friday. I am going to be releasing guest episodes on a very random basis. And the reason I'm doing this is, for whatever reason, the guest episodes feel a little too structured for me. And I want these conversations to be off the cuff. And I want to be able to start up a conversation with someone who prompts me with a tag and release that episode when I want it to air and not feel like I have to plan it out on a calendar. So that is how the show is going to be adapting and we are still very much in the testing process. So if there is something that you think would be amazing to hear on the show, 
shoot me an email, you guys. I love hearing your ideas. I love hearing the tags that you want shared on the show. And it just really helps me get to know you guys and get to know how I'm serving you and how you're serving me right back. Because we are literally in this together. I also have tags that I am tearing out. Thank you for respecting the adaptations that I needed to bring to the show. And thank you for honoring the space for me to think and have time to really put this back together the way that I want to. I will talk to you guys tomorrow.